0: carbonate conversation quick question is this the podcast are we doing the podcast right now
1: All right. Hello, everyone. Uh, Shane here with my friend Chad, and we want to welcome everyone to another episode of Carbonly Conversations. We hope everyone had a safe and uh, fulfilling holiday with their families, friends, anyone. Maybe you avoided everyone,
0: but as long as you did it safely and had fun.
1: Yep. Um, I'm still a little bit full from the food, but um, but. you know, before we kick off today's episode, we want to remind everyone we are a podcast. We're friends, examine intersection of community, lifestyle and consumption in our lives. Um, we, we created this in hopes to share our stories and curiosity to, in order to try to motivate actions that lessen our carbon footprint. And we hope it's motivating you all as well. And, um, we just want to build a community, uh, to share our journeys, you know, together and kind of give each other tips and things like that. Um, and always remember, check us out. We drop episodes every Wednesday. Um, all you need to do is scroll down to the show notes, click on Find, and join the conversation, and that'll link you to all of our past episodes and new episodes on your uh, favorite podcast app, whichever whatever you use to listen to podcasts. We where you got you taken care of. Um, and also if you're on social media, please follow, share, like, comment, anything you can on our pages. We have Instagram, TikTok, X, and YouTube. Um, so as always we appreciate the support and we'll let Chad introduce today's episode. So Shane, um, you and I were talking just
0: earlier and we're like there's this really great ted talk by ayana elizabeth johnson on how to find joy in climate action i know we kind of dig in and uncover the conversations like the costs the expenses the impacts of climate change and also all the things that we can do and this video really resonated yep. with me i think it resonated with you so we wanted to bring some of this video to our listeners Talk about it, and then really like get out of this conversation quickly, so all of our listeners can pivot to this TED Talk themselves and hear Ayana speak um, much more clearly about a topic she's been researching and doing something
1: about it than we have. Yep. So, uh...
2: people often ask me, what "They can do to help address the climate crisis." But what they usually mean is what's one quick, easy, simple thing they can do? Well, that particular ship has sailed. The climate challenge is gargantuan, thanks largely to fossil fuel executives and the PR firms and politicians doing their bidding. We need to eliminate greenhouse gas emissions from electricity, transportation, agriculture, industry, and buildings. about transformation and the stakes for humanity are greater than my heart and mind can fully fathom. So I find the best way to cope with this is to avoid dwelling on the terrifying scientific projections and instead pivot quickly to solutions.
0: As Shane gets that video down, What I really like in that first minute is, like, what's that one easy, simple thing to do? And when I think yeah. about you and me and our friend Stephen and our other friends, like, journey to, like, the conversation is like, we wanted to recognize a lot of the things that we're already doing, especially yeah. anyone that's lower income, that's been, like, struggling, like, to, to make ends meet and all the different cost-saving things that are also happen to be sustainable, right? Like, thrifting recycling, reusing, um, just finding the best alternative that's not brand new and impacting the environment. Mm-hmm. And what really resonated is like, we can't just do one thing and we fixed it. right? And that's why we think of carbon the conversations as like a lifestyle, right? What is like, how do we string together stuff that we're already doing and add to that through the knowledge that we're gaining through these conversations? And that to me like just really sticks out is like, Okay, how do we do this positively, and how do we actually change the mindsets of
1: ourselves and others? So, mm-hmm. larger action, climate change action. Exactly, I agree. Um, I mean, yes, there are things that affect climate change more than others, but let's let's just use like um, fossil fuels for example. The average person, like we've said in many podcasts, the average person doesn't have money to go and buy an electric vehicle um you know you can go there's some things that you can go and vote on that every now and then might have some sort of you know uh hand in trying to change the the dependency of fossil fuels we'll say that especially that we have in this country but really across the world um but you can do small steps towards that, that are more obtainable for the average person, like driving your car less. Maybe if, you know, if you're going to a store nearby, walking or riding a bike, things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that, I think that being part of the change is more realistic and you feel more connected to it when it's things that you know that you have access to do. Um, you know, so it's like, and I. I I love the quote. I wish we used it more, but I know I think we used it on the first episode. It's like, do what you can with where you're at, with what you've got. Mm -hmm. And I think that 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 really defines um, kind of what she's speaking about a little bit. Um, But, yeah, uh, definitely highly recommend this. uh, Recommend everyone to, you know, take 10 minutes out of their day to watch this TED Talk. Yeah. Do, do you think we
0: have a little bit more time to watch the next minute where she talks about yeah. the Venn diagram? Yep. Let's see here. Let's, let's spread some of that carbonly joy.
2: Now, the climate movement and the media all too often ask each of us to do the same things to vote, protest, donate, spread the word, lower our carbon footprints. That term, by the way, carbon footprint, was popularized by fossil fuel corporations in an attempt to put the blame on us as individuals. But yes, it is good to do those things. I do those things. However, all too rarely are we asked to contribute our special talents, our superpowers to climate solutions. And what a failing, for that would actually enable the radical changes we need. So where do we each begin? Here's my best answer, a Venn diagram. The first circle is, what are you good at? What are your areas of expertise? What can you bring to the table? Think about your skills, resources, and networks.
1: Yeah. That, I mean, even that resonates even more, um, and I'll be you know i'll i'll be honest like i'm still trying to find what my exact special ta- well I, I think i'm trying to find my special talent to to be more effective but i think that this podcast has been part of that um i think that my work with franklin's and farms like that just started out as me just wanting to volunteer to like be part of the community but now it's really led into being passionate about like food sovereignty, which time, you know, ties into climate action because mm-hmm. you're not relying on these big stores, you know, to, to purchase, you know, certain foods anymore and things like that. Um So I think I'm slowly working my way closer to finding what my special talent is to even take that next step and like, being more involved in climate, uh, climate action. Yeah. So, I mean,
0: you've really got me, um, wordless loss of words. Um, because her, her instructions, your own journey, like for me, I, like, I, I love to do things, but I also like to teach others and help inform. And I feel like that's my like superpower, climate superpower. But what lift is that doing? Like, I just have to believe, right? And maybe that's my yeah. real climate super. This is, I actually believe and and I'm hopeful because there are differences being made and changes being made. And, and if us, the masses of consumers, don't actually want them or think about them or know about that, the options, like these larger initiatives just don't stand a chance, right? Yeah. And we could go down that rabbit hole of what it used to be like and where it is today and see that difference. But it doesn't mean like things are getting, the climate is fixing itself yet. Like we still are struggling to get below that less mm-hmm. than two degrees Celsius global temperature raises in um, the impacts of that. So I, th- I think this Ted talk is just brilliantly positioned. It helps you get motivated and figure out where, your action can be. So yeah, I'm with you, Shane. I think all of our listeners should send this to a friend, um, connect that back to what they're already doing and then see what else they can do day by day um, to make that happen.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Whenever you share this and if Ted talks, aren't your things and you want to see, you know, two handsome guys talk about climate action, tune into Carbonly Conversations. We, you know, we in a way are, Giving solution ideas with each episode, almost. Um, oh yeah, we're,
0: we're, we'll help you fill in your Venn diagrams. And as yeah, as she shared, Miss Johnson shared that, like if you're not passionate about it, then don't do it. Go find the thing that you're passionate about, because yep. there's plenty of work to be done. So
1: there's definitely something that you're passionate about. Exactly, and she check out the TED Talk because I mean she speaks about way more other things than what we've discussed just in this short conversation. Um, you know, we, we would love to just sit here and play the full 10 minute Ted talk for you, but that'd be illegal. Um, so check it out. And then, you know, send us a message, comment on our Instagram post, something like that. Let us know what you think, what, what your takeaways were from it. And, you know, we hope everyone enjoys it.
0: Well, I hope you have a great rest of your weekend, Shane, and all of our listeners have a great Carbon Light Week.
1: Same to you. Thank you.